0: If you want to make an audiobook, go to thetalkingbook.org. That's thetalkingbook.org. Check out these amazing writers, narrators, indie publishers. Come to Asheville. We record books in a booth. Here's the show. Greetings, everyone. It's Chris Hartram here of The Talking Book Podcast, your favorite podcast, where i show you new readings from new books that you should be reading um it's been a couple of weeks since i spoke with you on the podcast Um, it's been crazy Uh, we've had some amazing books in the studio like heaven is a place on earth by adrian shirk the art of her life by cynthia newberry martin Um, we're moving house we're moving house uh, over next to the talking book studio so um for those of you who have been here to record a book you're, you're popping in the studio, you're working on something, you're recording something with Dave. I'm coming in, I'm like, hey, how's the book going? Then you're coming over to my house, boom, you suddenly you're drinking a lemonade. Um, I'm making you a cup of coffee, pouring you a glass of wine, you know? You can play play Nintendo with the kids, whatever you please. But anyway, that's going to be fun. Um, also, yes, I had to take a pause in the move so that I could record this episode. Um, To give you a reading from an awesome new book coming out by a guy who seems equally awesome named Matthew Bender I met Matthew because of another author on the show Ali Rowbottom I listened to him read his book and became very excited about this novel. It's called Pure Cosmos Club And another writer from the talking book Clancy Martin has hailed Bender as our American Murakami Late night host Seth Meyers has compared Bender's work to Kurt Vonnegut and Aldous Huxley and here's a little bit about the vibe of the book. NYC may continue to market itself as the cultural capital of the world, but it's been years since the city was hospitable to anyone without, well, capital. The truth is, today's Big Apple more closely resembles an episode of succession than the abundant metropolis that nurtured visionaries like Warhol and Basquiat. Artists of every stripe with few exceptions have morphed into influencers, impresarios, marketing execs, and more high-flying day jobs together with generational wealth are essential to survive life in the city as the costs of everything soar to increasingly dizzying heights. This is the New York in which the readers of Matthew Bender's latest novel, Pure Cosmos Club, find themselves immersed via the story's narrator, Paul, a struggling and wildly eccentric visual artist. But anyway, I'm not going to keep reading stuff off the back of the book. Um, here now is Matthew Bender reading from his new novel, Pure Cosmo Club. Enjoy.
1: Pure Cosmos Club, Chapter One. Today, Janie is picking up the furniture she left when she moved out. Her text last week was our first contact since the incident at the park back in April. It's true, I may have been out of sorts, but I don't remember behaving as she claims. I was only there to give her a birthday present. The manhole cover I'd stolen off the street and and painted to look like Io, the innermost of the four moons round the planet Jupiter. Years before, on our second date, we'd visited the planetarium, Janie had gazed up, teary-eyed at the artificial sky, and said the EO was the most exquisite object in all the universe. To this day, I can't understand why she called the cops. She's supposed to be here in 20 minutes, which means I should expect her in 10. She's always said that punctuality is one of the five keys to unlocking our true potential. I can't recall the other four, but they must be working for her. She's recently taken a lucrative position at a dermatology clinic in Soho. I've been in bed playing my favorite game with Blanche. I lie with my eyes closed and arms folded across my chest, holding my breath, trying to convince her that I've passed away. It takes all my self-control to stifle a giggle when she licks my ear. She entered my life when I took a shortcut through a dark alley on my bike and hit her. The vet said her two hind legs were permanently damaged and recommended euthanasia. Instead, I built a contraption from the wheels of a tricycle. Blanche took to, it, took to it immediately, of course, and now she scoots to the apartment at top speed. I don't mean to say our relationship has been without hardship. The day I brought her home, she relieved herself on my, on my favorite jacket. I've recently discovered, moreover, that I'm allergic to her dander, and so I'm always made sleepy from taking antihistamines. When I can't contain myself any longer and gasp for breath, Blanche goes berserk, bouncing up and down on her front legs while her bad ones lay behind her like overcooked spaghetti. I sweep her into my arms and give her a few pats on the head and a rub behind the ears. It's not until the buzzard sounds that I realize the apartment's condition has deteriorated in Janie's absence. A black mold has crept across the ceiling, and laundry, dirty dishes, and art supplies are strewn everywhere. More disconcerting, when did this odor first appear? There's a knock on the door. I glance in the mirror. My hair is standing straight up. I lick my palm and try to pat it down, but it's no use. Go easy on her, Paul, I think. It must be hard enough for her already, having so many bad marks in God's account ledger. Two men are at the door, one black and one white. They have thick necks and smooth, handsome faces. Blanche drags herself over and growls. The white guy bends down to pet her and she bares her teeth. Now, Blanche, I say, mind your manners. Her name is Blanche, the black guy says. The only name fitting for such a distinguished lady. Like from a streetcar named Desire, the white guy says. Can I help you, gentlemen? We're here to pick up Janie's things, the white guy says. Where is she? She's downstairs. Well, I'd like to speak with her. She'd prefer that you didn't, the black guy says. I bow my head and let them in. They lift the couch, exposing broken paintbrushes, a half-eaten grilled cheese sandwich, the shattered remains of an ant farm, a broken Rolex, given to me by my grandfather upon completing a scuba cer- scuba diving certi- certification at the local YMCA, the highest level of educational achievement I've attained, and a collection of baby, baby teeth in a Ziploc bag I've held onto since boyhood. The men move with grace and ease. Their voices, much richer and deeper than mine, echo off the walls as they discuss how to navigate the stairs. I gaze out the window, across the parking lot, Janie opens the back of a U-Haul. In yoga pants and a sweatshirt, she moves effortlessly, like a swan across a lake. I unwrap a package of strawberry Pop-Tarts, one for each of us, Blanche and me. The men return and point to a painting of a horse jumping a fence, one of the first I made for Janie. She said we should take the horse painting too, the white guy says. I don't have much use, I say, for old paintings, furnitures, lamps, rugs, these kinds of things. The black guy hoists the bookcase onto his shoulder while the white guy takes the painting. I close the door and return to the window. The men place my things in the truck. Janie gives the white guy a high five. Then the black guy takes Janie in his arms for a rather intimate kiss. When Janie catches me watching from the window, she looks away quickly and jumps into the truck. A stack of books against the wall falls into another, which falls into another yet. Everything is everywhere. I sit in the middle of it and let Blanche lick my face.
0: Okay, everybody. There you have it. Matthew Bender, Pure Cosmos Club. It sounds amazing. It's coming out May 15th. You can pre-order it now from StockingHorsePress.com. I'll leave links in the show notes. Thanks so much to Matthew Bender for the reading. Dave Burr for editing the show. Keegan Grambois Scott McClanahan, Chris Oxley, and Alex Sturgis for the music. And you... You, the listener, for caring about the talking book and recorded literature. We're a non-profit. We record books for people. Um, go order the book Pure Cosmos Club from StockingHorseBreast.com. Matthew Bender. It's badass. Do it. I love you. Then come see us in Asheville. Have some lemonade. Play some Nintendo with us. Goodbye. I love you.
2: Like a bishop who has forsaken sympathy chasing sister squares I was lit before I sake and certainty sleeping in the square I was